Do you like boys with wings or maybe horns or tails? Maybe you're into scales. Perhaps you want to be the lizard queen. Do you find yourself attracted to fictional characters like maybe vampires? Do werewolves make you cream? Uh, then welcome to our podcast. This is the place for you. Freaks and geeks are welcome and weebs will take you been long awaiting this this reunion this meeting i know it's taken me a long time to get through this book well (laughs) did you not like it is that part of why or did you enjoy it (laughs) no (laughs) i didn't i was not the biggest fan um which we will talk about but no i mean the book in question the book we're talking about is Daughter of Smoke and Bone by Lainey Taylor. A.K.A. Smokey Bone. Smokey Bone. Um, it was recommended to me by my boyfriend's mother. Uh, she read it, and she said it was really good, and she is a sixth-grade English teacher. She reads a lot of young adult fiction, and she thought that it might be something that I would like, and I see why. Um, mm-hmm. But I just, it didn't click for me like other books have. And I still thought it was a good book, but it, like, really took me a long time to get through I noticed it. And that. that might also be because of, like, other things that are going on in my life. And, like, I'm in a big time of transition, and I just think it might be stress. But also, like, I don't know. I wasn't, like... I couldn't not put it down. I would start it, and then I would, like, find myself picking up my phone and scrolling through Instagram. Like, it just didn't hold my attention the way that I was hoping it would. Yeah. Well, I want to bring it back to um, uh, Brady's mom, Amy, because I I recall you saying that she said you would be interested because it was a bit too sexual for her. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, she... So she reads books, um, like through the lens of, like, would this be an acceptable book for my sixth grade students? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, books that she reads, they'll be young adult fiction, and she'll say, like, hey, I read this book, it's really good, you should read it. Right. It's too adult for my sixth graders, but, you know, it's a young adult. And young adult spans from, like, I think it's, like, 12 to 21. So it's a, it's a large range. Uh, every like, year is, diff- is, is a completely different realm of existence. Yes. Every year between 12 to 21 is a completely new life. Um, it's completely new experiences. So, I, yeah, it's a, it's a trap, young adult fiction. Um, but, yeah, Paris, no, you take a long time if you don't like a book. Like, <laughs> I've noticed that. Like, I know. It'll take you a hot minute. And I, I felt a similar way. Um, this book did not pop my puss necessarily here comes a spoiler so don't be mad we've warned you you've only got yourself to blame if you keep on listening and learn some things that you really don't want to know if so then go (laughs) my puss was not popped either so i liked um okay so the book is about this the main character her name is karu 
and she is living in Prague, and she has blue hair that grows from her head, and everyone's like, when did you dye your hair blue? And she's like, no, it's natural. And it actually is, because she made a wish to make it blue, and the reason why she can make wishes is because she lives with a family of chimera, and they are, like, different kind of creature people. The One of the main people is Brimstone, and he is kind of like a minotaur. And then there's Issa, and she's a snake lady with big old titties. Um, bare-breasted. And they talk bare about that a lot. breasted Yeah. Issa's <laughs> titties are the most graphic part of this book, to my disappointment. Not that I'm not a fan of titties, because I am. However, um... I am a bigger fan of other members that were not described in this book, which was um, one of my main disappointments. Please carry on. I felt that disappointment as well. I was anticipating and nothing nothing came right. of it. Right. But, I mean, maybe in the next books there might be, because I think Amy has read the sequels, but I... I don't know that I will. I don't know, um, yeah. So, so Kaoru, she has uh, this, these homies, these Chimera homies. They raised her. They, she is a human, but they are not. She lives in Prague. She goes to school. She's 17, allegedly. She's got a bestie. What was the best friend's name? Um, fucking, hold on. Her best friend's name is, keep talking. I don't I'll remember, I don't it. remember her name. I, that's how powerful Zuzana. that is. Zuzanna. Zuzanna. Um, and so Kaoru's like, oh, I was dating this hot guy, but he cheated on me after I gave him my virginity. And so now said hot guy has been like harassing her and being like, hey, Kaoru, remember how hot I am? She's like, mm, no, leave me alone. And uh, <laughs> Kaoru uh, is, uh, gets sent on these kind of missions, um, like these, these quests, these De- uh, errands, errands, I would say, errands. by yeah. uh, her her main daddy Brimstone, and <laughs> Brimstone is in the trade of collecting teeth, and um, in exchange for these teeth, he gives humans wishes, and uh, so Kaoru is out exploring the worlds, trading teeth, gathering these teeth. There's bits and bobs here and there of her um, recalling maybe a past life, an alternate dimension. We're not really sure what the fuck is going on, but every now and then she's like, I shouldn't be here. I should be somewhere else. It's like, Ugh, I feel so lonely and out of place. <laughs> in one world, belonging in another. Are there any more Chimera than the ones that I know? I don't know. What's in that one door I'm not allowed to go in? In the shop, Brimstone's so mean to me. Why does he judge me by using wishes for frivolous things? What's with that fucking wishbone? <laughs> so, uh, on one of her missions, she runs into this sexy angel named Akiva. I call him Akiva. Do you say Akiva? What do you say? No, I say Akiva, Akiva. but you say Karu different than I do. You, you say, say Karu. I say, what did I say? Karu? Is that what I said? I think Karu? you said Karu. Karu. But Karu. You no, Karu have... sounds legit. I, I, yeah, I've been saying Karu. That's what I've been That's saying. fine. We're Americans. We can say Karu. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Uh, <laughs> people provide, make pronunciation guides. God damn it. Even if you don't think yep. that we need it, we do. Because we need it. there so should be no room for debate on how to pronounce the names in your book. Because my mom, if you're familiar with Sarah J. Mass's work, Ugh, my mother, mother. This, 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 this is such a... 
gross taste in my mouth. Every time. <laughs> she says... I love your mother, and I think she's an amazing woman, but this, this piece of information you're about to share, I hate. <laughs> my mom is a top-tier human, and we'll get into that at some point, but she likes to pronounce the, the name of one of our most beloved characters, Recent. She likes... Recent? Recent. R-H-Y-S-A-N-D. Recent. Reese Sand. Yeah. Recent. Recent. My mom likes to pronounce his name Ressant. <laughs> like he is French. Like he's a French maybe baker. Maybe because she... Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe. My name is Ressant. Do you want a croissant? Or do you want some cock? <laughs> I mean, but, like, I would still love him if he was French, we, I would say yes. I mean, if Reese has a French accent, like, I am fucking here for it. I'm here for it. However, yeah. Sarah J. Mass pronounces his name Reesend. So, therefore, we pronounce his name Reesend. And in the first book, in her first book in that series, um, she gives us a pronunciation guide yes. at the back. Yes. But in none of the other ones, which I felt was weird. I was like, yeah. you add new characters. Yeah. Why don't you tell us how to say their names? Excuse but. me, ma'am. Please. Hello? Where's the continuity, <laughs> But, Sarah? yeah, I completely agree with you. If you have, if you're writing a fantasy novel and you have names of characters that are, like, fantasy names that aren't normal names, like fucking Joe <laughs> and Patty, then I might be pronouncing the name of your main character in my head when I read it incorrectly. And then when I discuss this book with a friend who's also read it and they say it differently, yep. that is the worst. Yeah, it's like really uncomfortable because we each say it, we do this sometimes, like we each say it in our own way, but then we're like, why are you saying it like that? I'm like, why are you saying it like that? And it's like, we yeah. shouldn't be arguing over this. This is not, this is, why is this a point of tension about something that brings us so much pleasure. You know what I mean? So I think yes. what my mom did maybe was she like Googled the name Recent and like maybe <laughs> she saw it was of French origin and then she was like Ressand and like Ressand and like <laughs> I hate it so much. Um, I love your mom so much but that is her that is her one flaw <laughs> for me. <laughs> the way she says and, Okay so like, so my mom read Crescent City right? She just I think she finished it. Uh, hopefully she finished it. She's like she got. She's at the climax, and then she had to. I'm stop. sorry. I'm sorry. Crescent City, House of Earth and Blood. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm so sorry. I didn't use. I didn't use the complete name. Crescent City, <laughs> House of Earth and Blood, um, by you. Sarah J. Mass, like Massachusetts. Even though I think it should be Moss, but I respect. And even though and yeah, I, I pronounce it like Moss, I, and I'll never change. That's it. okay. You know, there's not. We're not here for. Uh, continuity. We're here for a good time, okay? Um, but she's like, okay, so she's reading Crescent City, House of Earth and Blood, and um, she, there's a character whose name is Lahaba. Now, Lahaba, I'm spelling it out right now, is L E B A Laha Laha. Oh wait, shit, Lahaba. Okay, I think that's how I spell it. I think it's L-E-H-A-B-A-H. So it's spelled Lahaba, right? And yep. Sarah pronounces it Lahaba. My mom is talking to me about this book, and I'm like, oh my gosh, and Lahaba, she's such a cute girl. And my mom's like, I'm going to stop you right there. It's pronounced Lahaba. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I was like, excuse me? And she was like, that 
is a Middle Eastern ass name and it should be pronounced Lehaba. And I was like, mom, mom, she is a fire sprite. Okay. She is not from the Middle East. <laughs> this is, these are fictional characters created by our Lord and Savior, Sarah J. Mass. And if that is how they're pronounced by the creator, then God damn it. That is how they will be pronounced by me. Okay. Oh my God. And like, I don't always agree. I don't always agree with Sarah's pronunciations. Okay. I don't like Manon, M-A-N-O-N. I read it as Manon. I think that's sick. I think Manon is like a baller, badass name. But Manon is how I heard her say it in an interview and several subsequent interviews. And now that is my religion. Unfortunately, I say it Manon and I've just, I I hustle through saying it, even though I think it should be Manon. But for the record, Manon is also a French name, which I did look up because I was like, (laughs) baby names, what? Um, Or dog names. I don't know. (laughs) Dog Dog names. names. Uh, And so... Oh, I wasn't even looking for Manon, but I saw it on a list of French baby names, and it was like Manon, and I was like, oh, shit. Manon. 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 And so, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. All right, Sarah. Um, Manon and Rissand. <laughs> Manon. <laughs> Rissand. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Um, anyway, Karu. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Karu. So Karu, <laughs> Karu. She meets this sexy ass angel named Akiva. Now this isn't just any angel, okay? He is like a fire angel. His wings are made of like toasted scorched fire that they just like yes. radiate light. So when he, And he's hot. Like he's like actually hot. Physically hot. hot. Like his He's radiating Which was one of the biggest issues I had with Edward Cullen when I first read Twilight. I was like, why would anyone in their right fucking mind want to be with a cold-ass man? I have poor circulation. I can't afford that. (laughs) Jacob, get your ass over here. Because, like, absolutely not. We don't have time for being cold. Are you kidding me? Like, you can't have sex when you're cold. I don't know. Is that just me? Am I wrong? I feel like I can't do it. I can't do it. No, you're you're right. And like myself being a 23-year-old person and like knowing myself pretty well now, I also like if I had a person, my partner was icy cold all the time. That wouldn't work out for me because I'm always icy cold. I have poor circulation as well. And sometimes I just literally can't feel my toes. Like I don't know if they're there. Um so I have I have a problem with that, right? So it would be rough if my boyfriend was an actual ice sculpture, yeah. but try telling twelve-year-old me that. Go ahead <laughs> and fair, 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 fair. Try fair, dude. Because I was like, oh, he's cold, and he always smells good, and and he, on a on a hot summer night, he'd be like a cool glass of water <laughs> lying next to you, and like I was really into that. I didn't like Jacob at all. I well, I I liked him as her friend, but the second he kisses Bella in Eclipse chapter, fucking. I'm, I used to know the chapter. I don't know it anymore. I didn't know I'm he really, kissed her. I didn't know he kissed her. Oh, you didn't? You, did you read the series? I read, like, half of it in high school. Like, I, I on and off, I, I read it, and then I was like, I don't, I, I, I don't know. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I think... I think as you, <laughs> you get older, you might not like it anymore, but I, I read them all when I was, like, 12 or 13. No, so. that's totally valid. And honestly, like, I think I've always been, like, pretty kind of hypersexual, so, like, I, I, A Court of Thorns and Roses <laughs> really did, like, it's so sexually charged that I could not stop myself. Um, and yeah. now, <laughs> now, like, I would rather read a shitty romance, like, I'd rather read a shitty erotic novel with graphic sex than, like... <laughs> well, that's not true. I, I I need a good story. I don't know. I think man. you just really appreciate graphic. I do. Sex, I do. Like when you're reading a fantasy book, which is like, you know what? More power to you because I appreciate that too. I think it's like a cherry on top of a great fantasy novel. Yeah. Yes, I'll take it. Give me more. Yeah. I think for me it's like I'm it's like I'm missing it's like missing dessert. <laughs> it's like missing dessert. If if a book is a three course meal, like the sex is the dessert. It's not like an accent or like a nice plate or like it's like I don't know. It, maybe the it's the cloth. meal. Like it, it's, the story is our like the sex is the meal, but the story is the silverware. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's just a vessel wow. for me to consume sexual content. Content. <clears throat> That's beautiful. Thank you. You should, like, make that into T-shirts or bumper stickers or something. Or, like, you know, one of those plaques that says, like, live, laugh, love. Yeah. Exactly. And it just says the sex is the meal. The story is the silverware. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Anyways, what I was saying originally was Jacob kisses Bella, oh. and I didn't like it. I thought it was gross, and I was like, no, you're not a cold vampire. Get out! Did Bella like and it? Did she think it was gross? No! She punches him in the face and breaks her hand. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then Edward's all like, you broke my girlfriend's fist! And she's like, no, I punched him. And he's like a werewolf. He's like really strong. And it like shattered all the bones in my hand. Like, it's fine. And then they're about to fight, like, in front of Charlie's house. And Bella's like, stop. Like, I'm Switzerland. Knock it off. (laughs) (laughs) I think the last thing I remember is I think they got engaged and Edward bought her that, like, bulletproof car. And I was like, that's sick. And then, oh, no, I, 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 uh, no, the last thing I read literally was them fucking. And then her getting immediately pregnant, like, morning So you, you read up Yeah, I just don't remember him kissing her. I don't remember any of that. Maybe I skipped it over. Part one. It's one whole book. They made two movies, is what I Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Sexy Vampire. Anyways, the book that we're talking about now. (laughs) Sexy Vampire, Akiva. Yeah. And he's like, and he has like these golden red eyes that are like literal flame incarnate and he's like girl with blue hair why am i following her like he sees her and he's like i'm turned on i gotta follow her and then he like corners her in an alleyway and she like puts her hands up and she has these eyes tattooed on them they are like the the hamsas yeah like the evil eye protection thingy mcbobber again like a little Middle Eastern culture, I don't know. Um, and so she, like, puts him up, and he's like, ah! And they, like, power shoots out of them, and he is, like, fucked up about it. And so she, she gets away, but he's like, I can't stop thinking about her. So he, like, stalks her all the way to Prague and rolls mm-hmm. up, and is like, sup, girl? And she's like, oh, my God, you're so crazy. What are you doing here? And he's like, I just want to <laughs> hang out. I just want to party. And she's like, okay. And so they hang out, and they party. And then... Uh, for, like, for like two for days. For, like, two days. 
And, okay, so yeah. this is the part that I, once they meet, I was like, what the fuck? And it's because I was like, why is he so into her all of a sudden? Like, okay. like with no context. What's, like, why? Why? I am so glad that you feel that this was way. my. I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, audibly. I was like, are you kidding me? This is so weird. Like, why is he so into this 17-year-old girl? Also, I was like, she's 17. Why she got to be 17? Why she got to be 17? Because I that means yeah. they go fuck in this book. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, fe- I felt the same way. I want you to keep talking because I have a lot to say on this. Subject. Okay. So, he's like, uh, oh, yeah, they're partying in Prague. She's like, Suzette. I don't know, Susanna. <laughs> Susanna. Susanna? Susanna. Susanna. Zubat. Zubat. <laughs> Scooby. Um, Z- Susanna? Susanna. Susanna? Susanna. Susanna. She's like, oh my God, look at this sexy angel. Y'all gonna fuck, right? And she's like, no, we're not. You're crazy. She's like, um, he's obsessed with you. And he's like, literally, they're just like staring at her. Be- oh, because he's speaking the language of the chimera and she's speaking mm-hmm. Czech. And so she has to like translate between them, which I feel like would be really annoying. Uh, oh, also, he's an angel, but he like uses magic to glamour his wings. So no one can mm-hmm. like see him. But in his shadow, they can see him. Which I thought that was a fun touch. I, I agree. I thought that was a fun touch because I was like, okay, all right, that's cool. Because, like, I don't really know how Reese hides its wings. Um, that doesn't, like, make sense to me. He just, like, banishes them to, like, an alternate yeah. dimension. I don't... They, like, missed away. It's it's Like, unclear. why does he get to do that but, like, Cassian doesn't? I don't understand why, like, the Illyrian voice... Because he's the High Lord. What do you mean? <laughs> he's the High... Lord of the Night Excuse Court. What do, I, I don't understand. Pardon, part pair down. Disculpe. Okay. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I'm taking Spanish on Duolingo. I don't know what you want from me. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, oh yeah, so they're partying. Uh, he's got wings. Oh, and she used a big old fat wish to um, let, uh, fly. To fly. She used a big old wish that she could fly. So she can fly now. And so they like fly around Prague together. They just like party, not party. When I say party, I mean spend time together and like go on side quests. Um, they like hang out on the top of a cathedral and eat croissants and and just like watch the sunrise and chill and and then they go get coffee at a shop. Like they just kind of hang out for like two days and hang out in her apartment and look at her art sketches and it it like feels like. I I was reading it and I was like, this is really fast. Like I yeah. I don't know. I felt like their relationship developed really quickly, which it's revealed later why, mm-hmm. but I was just kind of like, wow, this is I don't know how I feel about this. Cause I yeah. like to read like a slow burn and like they're like teasing and joking and like getting to know each other over time and their relationship like builds and they have um Sex. I don't know, a lot to go off of. Yeah, sure, (laughs) yes. But, like, this was just kind of like, oh, my God, you're so hot. Wow. And you're an angel. And, like, oh, my God, I can fly, too. And, like, I don't really know a lot about my life. And you're mysterious. And, ooh, hottie. And, like, she instantly was like, oh, I don't feel alone anymore because I have this magical hot guy in my life. And it just didn't feel as, like. Authentic. 
authentic. Yeah, that's exact word I was going to say. It didn't feel real. I didn't like have a time or chance to fall in love with him. It was just like, here's this hot guy. Please accept him and like him as the main character's love interest because he's hot and he has wings, which is like things I want, but also I want to know, you know, about about who he is and like what makes him laugh and how he is sly and cunning and like I want to know these things about the character I want to have a chance to fall in love with them it felt like their relationship developed so quickly yeah so and I mean more on that later because like it was such a delayed gratification like we do get that but it was Mm -hmm. a so stretched for so long like we were deprived of that opportunity for so long and then when it came it was like what too short like it was it it was lackluster when the moment came so they are party going on side quests they are also like flying in the streets like in alleyways like getting into trouble um they're like flying in front of humans and the humans are like taking pics and they're like, oh, my God, how did you guys do that performance? That was crazy. It looked like you were like I saw you on the you. news. Yeah, like, and I'm like, what? that's like rule number one. Don't show the humans what's up. Like, y'all can't do this discreetly. Or, like, one person catches you, and then you have to, like, kill that person. I don't know. I was just like, really? Prague is that chill that they're just like, <laughs> crazy. There were two dudes fucking flying in the streets today. Wow. Also, like, it's not out of nowhere. For months, like, there have been instances all over the world of these handprints burned into doorways mm. that Akiva and his brother and sister have been doing. They have been putting their handprints and, like, burning burning into the door. Um, these these handprints, to, to, it has a meaning later on in the book. I don't know. Are we trying to, like, spoil the book? I don't know. Sorry. I will, I will, I'll include a, a spoiler alert. I'll just, like, record it <laughs> real quick and put it at the beginning of the episode. Um, but, yeah, so the there are, there are dozens of doorways throughout the world that lead into the Chimera realm. And um, so they are, him and his, his companions, his half-brother and sister, are burning these doorways um, and we find out why later. So Kaoru is um, separated from her Chimera family but she like is okay with it because Akiva is has been hanging out with her for the past two days. So after, you know, like months of being a sad girl because her family like like she became estranged from them, uh, he rolls up and he's like, what's up? She's like, oh my god, <laughs> crazy. And so when uh, when bro and, and sis roll up, Akiva's siblings, um, they're like, why are you so obsessed with this human? And he's like, no reason. I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, Kauru, I know who you are. And she's like, what are you talking about? And so they, like, battle it out because the brother and sister are like, we're going to kill the human. And they're like, and he's like, no, anything but that. And so he, like, fights him off. And Kauru's, and he's like, Kauru, go. Uh, get the fuck away. And, uh, bro, what happens after that? I don't really want to explain Morocco, but I feel like that's required because that's... Basic, yeah, here, I'll fast forward. Basically, um, 
uh, what's his name? Akiva has this wishbone that Karu wears around her neck. He sees it, and that's when he's like, oh, my God, I know who you are. Oh, and the wishbone um, belonged to Brimstone. Brim, she always yes. saw it on, around his neck growing up, and she was like, let me touch mm-hmm. it. And he's like, absolutely not. She's like, why not? And then uh, Akiva rolls up, and he's like, hey, you, that's... Like, that's it's cool wishbone. Huh? That's cool wishbone. <laughs> it's like, what's that? What's that wishbone on your neck? Like, what's that about? That's cool. Um, yeah. So, anyways, he's like, he finally meets back up with Karu after the fight with his siblings, and he's like, Karu, uh, you have to break this wishbone <laughs> because when you do, you'll remember who you are. And he's like, but I don't want you to because I love you, and when you break the wishbone, you won't love me anymore. And she's like, no, I will. I'll always love you. Like, how could I not love you? And he's like, well, break the wishbone and see. And then she breaks the wishbone, and she remembers her past. And Karu used to be a chimera. She used to have cool-ass... Gazelle legs. Gazelle horns. Gazelle legs and gazelle horns. And bat wings, which is awesome. And she's like supposed to be like six feet tall because her legs are super long Which not I including the horns appreciated very much that the story included <laughs> a tall gal because as a tall gal i am tired of reading about women looking up into their man's eyes because i look straight into my man's eyes <laughs> or sometimes I look down on him if I'm wearing, you know, a two and a half inch heel. Then I become six and a half feet tall, which is cool. Are you six foot tall? No, I'm 5'10". But my heels, just like this, these cute, chunky, they're like, I think at their highest, they're two and three quarters. They push me up over six feet. I'm so jealous. Don't, don't, Paris. I mean. I am. I mean, I, I think. I think being tall is a, a deterrent from harassment. So in, in that way, I do, I do wish tallness upon all women because then I think men would leave them alone. But at the same time, um, men leave you alone. So uh, it's, a, it's a lose-win <laughs> situation. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Um, being tall is... It's it, it is what it is. Well, at least people don't think you're in like middle school um, <laughs> as a twenty three year old, and they're like, "Oh, what grade are you in? When do you graduate?" <laughs> like, fuck, man, five years ago. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I my ideal height is five seven. I am eating all my greens, and hopefully someday I'll get there. But. I am currently five three and a half, and I'm 23, so I don't know. People say you kind of stop growing when you hit puberty, but I don't agree. I think I can still make it to five seven. We read enough fantasy that anything's possible, Paris. <laughs> Anything is possible, my friend. Yeah, I'll find a fucking graveyard and I'll make a wish, and I will become five seven. Okay, I say Gabriel. Oh, maybe I just read it wrong. Hold on, let me try to find it because okay. I think you're right. I does it because it, I think it has the R before the A, right? Yeah, yeah. I just don't know what I'm talking. No, about. No, you do you're know what right. you're talking about. I just wanted. I I just thought it was funny that we were talking about pronunciation, <laughs> and I just wanted to address that uh, because I was going to say I, in the event that I said Gabriel later, I just wanted to get it out of the way now uh, to prove that I was right. Um, 
<laughs> You're right. You are right. No, it's okay. So, um, okay. I think we should just say spoiler and tell the end of the book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So basically, um, okay. So spoiler. I, uh, spoiler. So Akiva, he was uh, a soldier for the angels, right? He's an angel soldier, classic. And the Chimera and the angels are at war. They both have different lore. Um, so their like religions and history are different, and so both, but both kind of villainize the other um, sort of race. And so they are at war at each other. The um, angels are trying to enslave and wipe out the chimera. And the chimera are able to withstand the pressure because the angels are hella OP, okay? They're just like hacking and slashing, booping and bopping. They're insane. And they're all hot as fuck. Um, And so the chimera are through Wishbone's power, they're able to utilize magic to create new bodies, and then they yeet each other's souls when they die and toss them into these new bodies. And so mm-hmm. there's kind of this, like, colorism aspect of the different uh, chimera, and there's uh, royalty, it's prized if you have not died and been reincarnated. So if you're, like, your mm-hmm. original body. There's also... Um, what's called aspect, which is basically what your head looks like. So if you're animal aspect, then you have an animal head. If you're human aspect, then you have a human head. And the human heads are also uh, more prized. So Kaoru is mm-hmm. already, she's a haughty thotty. She's six foot gazelle with bat wings, which makes me uh, think of uh, a one ressent. Uh <laughs> With the bat wings. I was like, okay, she's read uh, Court of Sons and Roses. She gets it. Um, so, <laughs> Karu, she's, like, running around. Her sister, who's, like, her sister from another mister type deal, her sister is uh, animal aspect. I don't remember what her head was. Was she? It was a dog originally, and then when she comes back, when Car- when she dies and Karu saves her, she is then a jackal. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, she dies and she comes back. As a jackal. And Karu, she went to painstaking lengths to create this gorgeous body for her sister. And mm-hmm. so it's just like this perfect kind of like new and improved version of her original self. And her sister wakes up and she's like, what the fuck have you done, Karu? And she's like, what are you talking about? She's like, you made me ugly again. And she's like, what? She's like, you are privileged because you have a human face. And so the prince wants to fuck you and not me. And you don't even like the prince. So it's wasted. And she's like, whoa, dude, my bad. And so the sisters just eventually... Just trying to fucking save just you. Just trying to, like, you know, give you a good body. I don't know. Didn't mean to. But, like, I get it. I feel for the sister, uh, honestly. Like, I'd be pissed, too, if you had the opportunity to get... The, like, Paris, imagine if I made, like, a sh- another short-ass body for you. And you reincarnated yeah. into a short body. Okay? Oh! You know what I mean? I would be so mad. If you had the opportunity to make me 5'7", exactly. and you made me 5'3", exactly. I would be so pissed. Exactly. That's what I'm fucking saying. Like, I feel for her. <laughs> However, I don't think uh, it justifies her betrayal in the end. Um, but, like, you know, we'll get to that. So, Kaoru's moving and bopping around. She is in the army. She's Jay chilling. She's an ex-slave. Whatever. It's all cool. Uh, and so she's on the battlefield, flash forward. She's running around with, like, this little stick and, like, a pot attached to it that, like, <laughs> is what they collect the souls in. And so yeah. they're, like, she's, like, ring-a-ding-ding. Where are my souls at? Come on. Bring out your dad. <laughs> Bring out your dad. <laughs> 
where my dad at? Nah, nah, nah. Like, she's just, like, <laughs> walking around the battlefield, and Akiva is like, oh, my God, one of the fucking Gamera's on her way. He's, like, battle wound. He's dying. He's bleeding out, and he's like, oh, my God. But instead of, like, letting himself die, he's, like, trying to, like, what is it, staunch, 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 staunch his wound. He's trying to he's trying to stop the bleeding. Staunch, I think staunch is the right word. Uh, stop the bleeding. And, uh... What's her face rolls up? What's her fucking uh, Akaru? Akaru rolls up. Oh, also, but her her real her yeah. old name is Madrigal. No, no, it's fucking not Paris. How do you say it? Mad- How do you madrigal. Say like magical? No, madrigal. It's Madrigal. Absolutely not. And madrigal this is why ma- we need a pronunciation. God, madrigal is okay. Look, madrigal is a word. It means uh, a part. A part song for several voices. Okay, magical. Google's going to say magical. Yes, that is what Google says. We are, I cannot, her name is not Ma- Madrigal. She's I, not Irish. I didn't hear Google. I didn't hear yeah. Madrigal. Madrigal. <laughs> it's like Madougal. Madougal. The Laird's Madrigal. Why can't she be Madrigal? Akiva. I think that's a Akiva. Where are my souls? I'm just collecting the souls out in the battlefield. I've got my stick. <laughs> got my stick. And my horns. They make me so. Bring out your dead. <laughs> so she like rolls up, right? And she's like, hey, what are you doing over there? And he's like, don't kill me. And she's like, mm, okay. And then she like takes a some she like a, a tourniquet. Is that the name of is that what it's called? Yeah. The tourniquet. And sure. she like tourniquets his wound. I yeah. So she like ties him up. And she's like, live. And he's like, okay. And so then she like bounces and she draws away the other people from him. For some reason, for some odd reason, saving this sexy angel man. And so he is like, wow, new law on life. He goes back, he's healing. Now he's teaching himself magic, which was lost to the angels. The chimera have access to magic, but the angels do not. Fuck, sorry. <clears throat> angels do not. So he is like learning magic and he like has an affinity for it. He's like, oh, I'm pretty good at this shit. So he's like learning how to like, you know, do Rubik's Cubes and shit. Um, and learning the Chimera uh, language because he's like, all right, in two years, I'm going to go and I'm going to meet my lady and I'm going to say what's up. Lady. Lady. I'm going to meet my lady. My lady. (laughs) And I'm going to be the Laird and she's going to be my lass. (laughs) God, I can't wait to see my dream. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, Mad- Madrigal, which, uh, it, yeah, it, Madrigal, she is, like, hanging out <laughs> in her city. And she, it, ha, the prince, like, the, the warrior prince, the general, he is, what is he, like, leopard aspect? No, he's, like, wolf. Oh, shit, right? you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, the, the wolf. He's, like, a white he's wolf. He's, like, the white wolf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's, like, mm. So he's all got the hots for her, especially because she hasn't died yet. So he's, like, ooh, you got a human face, and that's your original body? Shit. <laughs> and so he um, prevents her, like, platoon from being deployed because he doesn't want her to be in danger because he plans on um, 
getting engaged with her. And she's like, yeah, I don't know how you feel about that. I don't love him. And her sister's like, you are. Thiago, which is also a great name. That is a great name. Yeah, Thiago. Although it reminds me of the the tiger from um, um, Aladdin. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, absolutely. But I think the name Thiago is, like, inherently evil because mm-hmm. it has Iago in it and, like, Iago from Shakespeare's Othello, who is yes. the evil <clears throat> uh, antagonist. Yeah. And then you have um, Iago from Aladdin, that bitch-ass parrot. Oh, no good. you're right. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it, it, definitely evil vibes. And, like, there's no... He's not a complicated villain, unfortunately. There were no... Comp, I think Brimstone was the most complicated villain. Um, yeah. And he... I loved... I, I fucked with Brimstone hard. I really dug him. I knew him. you did. Yeah. I knew I it. really liked... I really, really liked him. Um, he satisfied my daddy issues in a big way. Um, and... <laughs> Not in a sexual way. I didn't want to fuck Brimstone. Although, if that's what he asked sure. of me, I'd be down. Um, <laughs> so so she's like, I don't know if I want to fuck this dude. And her sister's like, you ungrateful bitch. Um, and so the ball is coming up. His dad's birthday party, annual birthday bash. Everyone's invited, especially her. So she's like, I don't want to really go. And her sister's like, you're fucking going. And she's like, oh, I don't have a dress. And she's like, I'll give you a dress. So she gives her this, like, this this hoe gown, right? It's just, like, ass and titties, open back, which I was, like, really jealous of her dress. I was like, man, I want this dress. It sounds awesome. <laughs> uh, it's like a slip dress, like the sexy open back slip dress. And so, like, all of her, you know, her fuzzies are out. And uh, so they start, like, party, and it's, like, this whole parade. And so you, like, walk through the parade, but instead of walking, you are, like, dancing with people through. So, like, you're swapping partners until you get to, like, the room where all the food is. But no one's dancing with our poor girl Madrigal. Why? Because uh, she is allegedly engaged with big baddie Thiago, and no one wants to touch her. So she's like, why isn't anyone wanting to party with me? And her sister and her friend are like, right. And then suddenly, (laughs) suddenly Seymour, somebody wants to dance with her. She's like, oh my God, that's so nice of you. Let's party. And he's like, hey. And she's like, why do you have a fucking horse mask on? That's crazy. I love, he's wearing this, just like a whole ass horse head. Okay, like I was thinking of the ones that you buy at like like gag shops, <laughs> and they're like they're like made of rubber. <laughs> yes, I know I what you're talking about. And he was just like, hey, blah, you know, like I. I love how also he's like, okay, going in with all the chimeras who are actual human animal hybrids, and I'll wear this big rubber horse mask, and they won't be able to tell I that it's know. not real. They even know they won't know (laughs) and so I was like wow so maybe he has like you know a a cat face but he's still got a whole human ass looking body you know Uh, Mm -hmm. but he just like put a horse head on and was like this is good this is sufficient yes excellent Um, and so they're partying they're dancing 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 and then uh, does he reveal himself right away 
I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know. I'm sorry. This book, I just, you should get to the end. Okay, so we can basically, talk about he reveals himself. She's like, oh my God, it's you. And he's like, oh my God, it's you. I've been waiting for you, baby. And Thiago's like, hey, where are you at? And she's like, absolutely not. And so she skirts away. And so they go to uh, this like temple for kind of deviance. So this planet that they're on, this world has two moons. There's like the big boy moon, lady moon, and then there's like the little lady moon. And the little lady moon is like who like the thieves and the lovers worship. Namaste. And so they go to her temple. They bring booze. They bring snacks. They have like a charcuterie board and then they just fuck at night. <laughs> but the, there's no description of the fucking, which yeah. is sacrilege. If you're going to drag me by the hair through this goddamn story and you are not going to tell me how long Akiva's and in dick which is way. and which yeah. way or what they said or what things tasted like. I don't want it. Take it away. Take it away and bring it back when it's fixed. Okay? Yeah. Bring it back when it's fixed. (laughs) And so they're partying for like months. Uh, Every night she like flies out there and he just like sleeps all day and waits for her so they can fuck and like chat. And so they're like, we're going to have a better world where interracial marriage is cool. And he's like, I agree. And then her sister betrays her. She tells Thiago because Thiago's like, if you tell me where she is, I will give you human aspect. And she was like, that's what I always wanted. And so Thiago goes, they like beat the shit out of them. They throw him in jail. Brimstone rolls up and uh, he's like, hey, this is really bad. She's like, I know. Meanwhile, she can hear Akiva <laughs> getting tortured, which sucks. And so she's like, it hurts so bad that they're hurting him. And he's like, I know. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that lame what your sister did? Uh, oh, and she's like, yeah, she fucking sucked. He's like, oh, her soul is so weak and fragile with envy that she could probably just be, like, pushed aside. You wouldn't even have to fight her soul that hard. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, also... The plan is to not let you reincarnate when they kill you. Oh, by the way, she's sentenced to death. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I can't save you because I can't. I'm not allowed to reincarnate you. But um, who even knows if you need anyone to reincarnate you? Because the soul is just going to, like, flitter about, right? And she's like, hmm, yeah, I guess. And he's like, okay, love you, bye. Mwah. And then uh, <laughs> she, <laughs> she's on the chocolate block, right? Akiva's there. They make him watch. Axe comes down. Gwitching. Head rolling. <laughs> bye bye. Soul <laughs> in the air. Soul. Heads will roll. <laughs> soul. Soul. <laughs> All around. Floating around. Then she's like, oh, there's my sister. Her sister's going over to bless her body. Her sister leans down and is like, hey, I'm really sorry about what I did. It was a mistake. And then she's like, I know, bitch. And then her soul yeets into her sister's body. She like, ba ba ba, just like one, two punches her sister's soul down into like the depths. She captures her sister's body. She like runs out. And then they take Akiva away to torture him some more for some reason. And then she rests, like she lets him go. But then he's like, you bitch, I hate you. And then he like knocks her out. But she's like, I it's me but like in my sister's body I get it and um then yeah so that's how they're chill I guess uh moral of the story at the very end I'm skipking to the yeah, end so yeah, yeah. other things 
the doors and the portals were closed um, so that they can't reincarnate Chimera anymore. It's just not possible because they burned all the handprints in the doors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the reason they burned the handprints was because Akiva was like, you motherfuckers, Chimera are the worst, and you killed my lady. And so that's why he was, like, wanting revenge. And also he told all the other angels that they have magic, which they didn't know about. And so they destroyed all the Chimera. Sorry, that I just wanted to make sure that there was no, yeah, the reason. You're right. But then he tells her at the end, he's like, oh, by the way, Brimstone and your whole family are dead. And because we sealed all the doors, you can't resurrect them. And then the book ends. Yeah. So, yeah. That's the end of the Yeah. Book. So it's like the last line is like, they're gone. They're dead. They're all dead. And then it was like, the end. I'd like to thank my manager, and my editor, and my dog, and my husband. Meanwhile, I'm just like, what the fuck? I, I, was, I think I was in the bath reading it, and I literally was like, what the fuck? Um, I was upset. But I think the one thing we didn't discuss, which was actually my favorite part of the book, was our yes. good old pal... Razgut. <laughs> I I knew like Razgut. Let's talk about Razgut. So in Morocco, where she meets Akiva, she's there because she's chatting up her old pal Azil. Azil is this old fuck who sold his age in exchange for knowledge. And the reason why he lost his age was because he used a big old witch. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, was it a Gavriel? The big boy? Or I don't know. A, it he was used, one he, of those. She, he used the, the highest caliber of wish possible. And he was like, give me all the knowledge. And uh, then literally, like, from the sky, this deformed critter just like, and, like, <laughs> plops onto his back, just, like, fucking side saddle, and is like, <laughs> I'm Razgun. <laughs> And he's like, huh? <laughs> and he's like, hey, buddy. And he, like, wraps his forearms around him. And he has this just, like, huge, like, uh, like engorged pimple of a head. And then his legs are these, like, shriveled little, just, like, purple, I don't know, like, They're dr- broken. used condoms of, of legs. <laughs> and he, like, his torso, he attaches his torso to Ezeel's back, and no one can see him. So Ezeel, over time, went mad because he had this invisible um, critter on his back, which is actually um, a fallen angel. He's- yeah, and everyone's like, look at that crazy guy with a hunchback, but he's hunched because he's carrying around this giant, like, g- gross creature on his yeah, back. Yeah, and, but uh, Razgut knows all the secrets of the angels, the seraphim. Uh, and so he, like, whispers all the things into his ear, and he's like, hey, buddy, don't you want to know about the things? And he's like, leave me alone. He's like, <laughs> never. Um, and so I loved Razgut. And uh, because Razgut is the only homie that knows how to get into the realm of the Chimera, now that all the doors are sealed, Kauru rolls back to... Uh, Oh, also, Izil killed himself after talking with Akiva, because Akiva's like, where's Kauru? And he's like, I'll never tell you. And then he's like, yay. And he kills himself. But Razgut survives. Uh, and so she's like, hey, Razgut, listen, buddy. If I give you a big old fatty wish, 
and I let you fly again, will you take me to this portal? And he's like, absolutely. I want nothing more than that and to fly again. And uh, he's just like this nasty, dirty boy. But like, I loved him anyway. And I was always excited to hear more about Razga because he was just so disgusting. Let me tell you how I pictured Razga Mm -hmm. in my brain. Mm -hmm. So before it's revealed, before Karu can see him, it's described that he's got this big barrel chest. um, And, or maybe she can see him. Yeah, it's when he's first revealed to her eyes and she can see him. He's like this big barrel chested creature with a big pimply head. And the word barrel chested, or the the phrase, the, the description of being barrel chested made me think of Donkey Kong. So I imagined Donkey Kong riding around on Ezeel's back. <laughs> just whispering secrets into his ear. But he's like and hairless Donkey Kong. Huh? He's yeah, he's like hairless Donkey Kong with little noodly legs. I am going to copy this image address and I'm going to post it in the Discord so you can see this picture of hairless Donkey Kong that I found. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Ew. I'm it's Razga. like somehow looks like nude Donkey Kong. He's naked. Yeah. Oh, my God. Ew. I didn't even think about that. Razga probably is naked, too. He probably has yeah. his poor little peener. That's just like... It's, it's, it's like just his little, little limp peen. Slimy little peen. Mm. Yes. Okay. Can I... I want to talk about two things that I did not like about this yes, book. Yes, ma'am. The reason I think why it took me so long to read it. Okay. One, um, the author uses a lot of... Well, she reuses this one specific literary device. I don't remember the name of it. I am not an English major. But she is constantly using dashes in her sentences, and they're, like, on every single page. And I do think, while this literary device is effective, when you use it the amount of times that Lainey Taylor uses it in her book, it gets exhausting to read. And it's like reading in circles. So I will read one to you. Okay. Just to to tell you, like, what it is. So the sentence is, whatever magic was at work, it existed in that other place, dash, elsewhere, as she thought of it, dash, and could not be conjured from this side. Mm. So there's that. And I have, I have, I think, like, ten of them just sticky noted in the book. And, like, they're, you know, they work and they're effective, but it's, they're on every page. They're on every page. Yeah. I'm like, can you... Use a comma. If you feel mm-hmm. like your sentence is a run-on, put a period and make a second sentence. This is exhausting to read these over and over and over again because when I read them, I have to pause and, like, step out of the sentence. And it's, like, it's kind of like an afterthought that she, like, shoves in there. I, I, do you know what I mean? I do. There- I do. It made my my smidge of dyslexia um, um, aggravated. Yes, I, yeah. I agree. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about now that you read that sentence. Um, I can see it in my brain uh, the yeah. amount of times. And I think because when I write, I like using those. It didn't bother me as much, but it did make the reading cumbersome. I also yeah. thought that, I don't know why, but I think she had just like a couple too many words that I had to look up. It's not her fault that I am. Uh, I have a, a limited vocabulary, but I also was like, you know, there's like a certain amount where I'm like, okay, author, all right, I'll be challenged. Challenge me. Go ahead, whatever. Uh, but then I was like, God damn it, again. Like, 
Like, when I'm reading on my phone, I can just, like, highlight the word, and it's, like, magical, you know, and uh, I can understand right in there, and then I can move on. But then this, I had to mm-hmm. get, I had to grab my phone, and usually when I grab my phone, somehow I end up on Instagram. Uh, so it was, like, I feel that. constant distraction uh, yeah. having to Google these, like, adjectives that I don't know if were necessary. Yeah. Okay, so that, I, I agree. That was one that of the things about this book that I wasn't a big fan of. Number two, I don't... I have, like, recently realized about myself, and this is not this book's fault, I don't think, because it's not as prevalent in this book, but I really don't like glorified, like, violence um, mm. between, like, partners in books. Like, I don't... I don't like it. So when... They first meet, and Akiva's like, I'm going to kill you. And he, like, beats the shit out of her. Mm-hmm. And then, like, not that later, like, not that soon after in the book. Or not that, what am I trying to say? Not that long. Not that long after in the book. They're, like, in love. And it was like, did you not, do you not remember, like, that he beat the shit out of you in an alleyway, like, ten chapters ago? And it just, like, he feels guilty. He's like, ugh, I feel bad. I shouldn't have done that. You know, it's the monster inside me. But I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't... I don't think authors should put characters in books, like, that you're supposed to fall in love with that are supposed to be the love interest if they f- commit an act of physical violence against the main character. Especially if there's no time. redemption. There's no, yeah. like, atonement for it. One thing that I do like... Uh, not one thing. Uh, yeah, one thing that I like about SJM's work... I'm sorry to keep bringing it back to Sarah, but A, I haven't read a lot, so she's kind of like what I got, what I got to work off of. But um, there's usually uh, redemption for the dude. So like in uh, Queen of Swords, Queen of, uh, one one of the books in Throne of Glass, when we first meet Rowan, sexy Rowan, uh, he's like... Stop fucking around, Selena, or I'm going to whip you. And Selena's like, you whip me, and I'll fucking kill you. And she storms off. <laughs> and then she's, like, taking a bath later, and he sees on her back that she has all these scars from, like, deep, horrifying whip scars from lashings. From when she was in prison. Yeah, from when she was um, a slave. And so, and he's like, who did that to you? And she's like, bruh, I was in Endovier, the fucking slave camp, idiot. And he was like, oh, my fucking God. And he's like, I fucking said I was going to, oh, my, oh, no. And then for the rest of the time, Rowan's life is dedicated to protecting her. And, like, it's, like, kind of in service of her, but, like, in a sexy way. Um, and so <laughs> Akiva was not, like, he didn't, like, grab her by the face and, like, apologize and then, like, yeah. And then from then on was like, I'm going to do the complete opposite of that. Only pleasure from now on. You know, like there was. Yeah, exactly. He didn't earn. He he didn't earn it. No, he just internally was like, oh, I feel bad. And then he's like, I love you, Karu. And I just, it it didn't, I don't know. It it did not feel, it didn't feel right. It just didn't sit right with me. And And I think also. No, 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 what are you saying? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna veer oh, off. So gotcha. Go ahead. Well, I, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I am Razgat. 
what the fuck was I going to say? I don't remember. I don't remember what I was going to say. What were you talking about? We were talking about uh, him. I don't Redemption. remember. Redemption. No? Okay. I'm going to move on. <laughs> All right, Razgut. Um <laughs> So I watched this thing on Netflix that was also recommended to me by Brady's mom. Um, Amy coming in clutch. Yeah, and it was really bad. <laughs> she was like, Paris, you watched this movie on Netflix, and I think that you would really like it. It's really sexual. <laughs> and she, she's like, okay, I watched 365 Days on Netflix. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for this movie. No, ma'am. It's, uh, <laughs> spare yourself. It is... Uh, it's, like, one of the most popular films on Netflix right now, like, in the U.S. It's, like, um, about this woman who... It's... it's the, the movie itself is a Polish actor. She's the, the, the female lead. And then the male lead is a Italian actor. So the movie is half in Polish and half in Italian, and they speak to each other in English. Okay. So you have to have the subtitles on the whole time, which I was like, oh, cool. The, I, I don't mind that at yeah. all. I thought that was cool that they didn't just, like, have the whole thing be in English. I liked that because these are Polish and Italian actors. They had them speak in their language, which I thought was great. Um, I'm getting the strong movie itself, Fifty Shades vibes from this. The movie, yeah, the movie itself is actually absolute trash. It is horrible. <laughs> it is not good at all. The acting is terrible, but that was, like, to be expected going into it. I knew the acting was going to be bad. The premise of the film is that this Italian mobster um, is with his dad on a rooftop, and he sees this woman below, and he's like, wow, she's really hot. And then his dad is shot through the back and dies, and then he's like becomes obsessed with this woman and he's like I have to find her it was the day of my father's death that I saw her it's meant to be and he like puts up paintings of her all around his house and like stalks her for years finds her when she's on vacation kidnaps her and then is like I'm gonna give you 365 days to fall in love with me and if you don't fall in love with me in a year I'll let you go so it's like weird twisted beauty and the beast but like literally she is kidnapped and like forced against her will to fall in love with this person so it's like it's like glorifying um like what what is that it's not Munchausen it's uh, Stockholm it's yeah it's glorifying Stockholm syndrome it's like glorifying kidnapping and human trafficking it's 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 horrible and it like glorifies rape it's really bad it's not a good movie the reviews are scathing people hate this film but somehow it's still like like really popular in the United States on Netflix and my theory is because the film has actual real porn in it it's yeah. like real porn well, like they are having sex and you see penis and you see like it's 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 porn well now i'm gonna watch it um but (laughs) but i know i will say that i I, the reason why 50 shades was so popular and i imagine this the same is like how much christian wants her and how much she wants christian and he wants her back and she wants him back and i imagine that you know like the the reality of someone kidnapping you and being like you will fall in love with this dick um is 
actually horrifying. However, the fantasy of it the, is focused more on the fact that this man is so enamored, this hot dude, which I, is, before I go on, is an incredibly important distinction because if an uggo is doing this, absolutely not. No way. And he has to be rich. He has to a be rich. rich because hot if dude. He's, if he's a hot trailer park man, mm-hmm. that doesn't work no. either. Then he's just an yeah. attractive trailer park man. Uh, so yeah, so I I don't know. I understand why it has such a strong following in the way that I understand yeah. Fifty Shades, um, but it is unfortunate that the only way we can consume media like that and like live vicariously through these is through like you know crime and like um, uh, uh, brainwashing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, in Fifty Shades of Grey, Christian does do a lot of things where he like way oversteps Anna's boundaries and like. Tells her to go work out at the gym and like moves her stuff around for her and like picks her up from work and he's like we're going here. Makes her get rid of which, her like, car. I get, yeah, which I get is like I guess part of the appeal of like oh he's the dominant and all this right. stuff. But the difference I think for me specifically between reading the Fifty Shades of Grey's and watching those movies and then watching this new like three hundred and sixty five day movie on Netflix is that. In the Fifty Shades of Grey book, even though they were very controversial with the BDSM community, there is a clear, like, consent. That is like, true. Like, Christian is like, this is the paperwork. We're going to talk about this. Right. These are our lines. Like, you are you consenting? I need your consent in writing. There is, like, very clear consent. Right. Which in- I was like, why are you bugging about this, bitch? Like, she was like, oh, what contract do I sign? I don't know. Why can't you just be normal? Like, oh my God. Like, I, sorry. Carry on. Yeah. Carry on. No, <clears throat> I, I hear you. Yeah. But I, and then in the 365 day, days movie on Netflix, he literally chloroforms her and kidnaps her. There is no consent. Hot. She tries to escape. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. I mean, I have to admit, yeah, the movie's hot. It's filled with hot people, and some of the scenes are hot. But while you're watching them, it's, like, incredibly uncomfortable mm-hmm. because she, like, you can't erase the fact that she was stolen from her friends during her vacation, kidnapped, and then forced into, like, this life with it. I mean, granted, he buys her expensive clothes and takes her on shopping sprees. And I'm like, that's conditioning. That is... It's grooming. That is classic. It's grooming. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. And it's, it's like, leaves you with this sick feeling in your stomach. But at the same time, you're like, God, he's hot. So right. I hated it because I felt so conflicted and sick, like, while watching it. Bottom line, I don't think it's a good movie. And it is absolute trash cinema but the people are hot in it like they're hot actors so if you want to watch it go ahead make your own assumptions i just it really made my skin crawl so i think that like and he's he's like aggressive with her he like rips her around and pulls her arm about and she's like stumbling and like ow like it's not i don't know i didn't i didn't like that part so i don't think i liked i don't like violence against women that's like turned into this romantic, deep, passionate love yeah. in the end. Because, like, in real life, that shit doesn't work Imagine out Imagine well. if he was ugly and poor, people. If it wouldn't slide if he was ugly and poor, then it's not okay. Yeah. 
Period. Period. That's on. Period. That's on. That's on that. Uh, I remembered what I was going to say about uh, Magical and um, Akiva. Mm-hmm. was that I felt their love was not justified. Like, the author wasn't like, I know it's a little crazy, but it's because God wants them to fuck. You know, like, there was no there was no <laughs> justification, like, ever. So even though, like, you can argue that, like, Karu and Akiva, they, like, they're into each other two days in, one day, one second in, and you're like, why? Well, it's because they knew each other from a past life. Oh, okay, cool. But then in that past life, it was as if they had known each other in a past, past life. I don't know. Like, I was like, why are they yeah. into them? Why, why were I they think, into each other in the first place besides being hot? I know. I, it completely changes the book, but I think that I would have appreciated it more had we gotten their backstory, like the like that is the story, is how they meet, and she's a chimera, and he's an angel, and we get this whole story, and then she dies, and she's put into this different human body, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's book two. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I would have liked the book better had it been that structure mm. rather than like three-fourths of the way through the book, you get all the backstory. Yeah, and what, you know, because like I... I understand, like, the author really wanted that kind of, like, <gasps> what do you mean? She was a chimera. I would have never guessed. That's crazy. Like, I think that was what the author was going for, that kind of, like, um, that surprise. But you mm-hmm. still have the surprise of him murdering her whole-ass family. Um, like, yeah. all of them. Like, her, like committing genocide against her whole people, her whole-ass people, and giving us maybe a couple chapters on that. You know? Yeah. On that little tidbit before she just runs off and he's just like, I wish she had killed me because then I wouldn't have to live with myself. You know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> that was it. So uh, I totally agree. I think if they had, we would have been invested and then um, she would have been like, we would have been like, Karu, oh, I just want you to remember. Why won't she remember? Oh my God, crazy. And then he yeah. helps her remember. But then we find, and we're like, wow, Akiva, you're such a cool guy. You're such a good dude. Awesome. And then he's like, I'm really sorry, but I killed them all. And then yeah. we're like, bad Akiva. And that, that kind of betrayal that I felt with like, Hunt in Crescent City. House oh, of that's and Blood. exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that betrayal of just like, oh my God. God, you bastard. And then I want to read more to see if he redeems himself mm-hmm. um, in the way that Hunt did not, but we're still okay with it? Yeah. That was, uh-huh. I think that's another talk for another time, hmm. but that's part of the reason why I didn't love Crescent City as much as I've loved other books. Anyway, my question to you mm-hmm. is, out of five stars, what would you give Smokey Three. Bone? Three. I would give it two. Why? I don't... I didn't love it. I didn't feel that feeling when I was reading that book. I, again, you've read more than I have. So I feel like you have more to go off. I was... Honestly, I was just kind of at the point where I was like, I'm just happy to be here, guys. I'm just happy to be here (laughs) in a new story. The one thing... The one thing that I wanted to tell you that I never got to tell you was I felt like the book was in black and white. When I was reading it, like right off the bat, besides her blue hair and like his fiery wings, whereas uh, like it was black and white. Whereas with the other books I've read, I felt like it was like full color and I could yeah. see it all. And I was like in it and I was there and I was fucking dudes. 
and I was killing baddies and having a good time. Um, <laughs> that might also be the way that the book is written. It's not in first person. Mm. That is true. Yeah. That is true. I, I really like books that are in past tense first person. That's like my preferred mm-hmm. reading structure. Yes. It's kind of, it's so picky and it, I don't, a book doesn't have to be like that for me to read it, but it's a bonus. I, I love past tense um, first person books. I love them. For me, that is the cherry on top. <laughs> wow. Yes. So good. Okay, well, good. I'm glad that we both got something out of it. I had yes. a fun time reading a book at the same time as you, the Me same book. Too. I think you should pick the next one. Okay. I will. I'm excited. I will look Is into it. Is it going to be The Frog Prince? Getting froggy? I think you mean. Getting, is that the name of it? <laughs> getting Froggy is a, is a, a oh, I, a Bwam. It's a Bwam romance, which is black woman, Asian male, which I, <laughs> I have uh, learned about, which I love. I am into it. What a rarity. Yes. What a treat. <laughs> um, but no, we'll probably, we'll probably end up reading some, um, you know, uh, cis, heteronormative story about a white girl and her hot white dude probably is what's gonna happen black woman asian male but he's a frog send your submissions please <laughs> i need the wham give us the wham even casper uh, like he'll see something and he'll be like wham and then i'll be like Wham. <laughs> like it's um yeah i love it i love it okay i, I can't that. wait i can't wait um yes if you're listening to this what are your favorite uh fantasy novels with sex in them if they don't have sex that's okay but like there at least needs to be romance in it like don't waste my time okay (laughs) bonus points if it's an interracial romance story yes oh my god that yes or interspecies that's even better that's even (laughs) better we love a good interspecies oh yeah uh that sounds great well (laughs) Thank you for joining me, Paris. I'm very. Yes. I've been. I've been waiting. I've been waiting and baiting. <laughs> That's not what I meant to say. <laughs> waiting with bated breath, I think, is what I wanted no, you've to been say. Baiting. I've also been doing that in my spare time, but it does not have anything to do with you. I promise you, my friend. It's not weird <laughs> like that. Uh, it also oh, didn't really have anything to do with uh, this book either, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um, But I did read Maybe the, the next one Yeah I'm excited I'm excited Okay I think that's it You did read what? You are going to say something Oh I was going to say I did read The finger bang scene In uh, Crescent City Several times Also oh When he calls her sweetheart For the first time I don't know why But that like really got me Wow I'm like Toasty just <laughs> thinking about that uh, I don't know why I liked oh I liked it. <laughs> well, Fallon, I can't wait to hear what you pick out for us to read. Thank and, you. And we can talk about it. We shall announce it on the next podcast. Okay. Okay. Well, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>